was the bottom of the ninth, with McGuire up at bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old, wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse. Sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me. As the season unfolded, we held our breath. Watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy. Hence the name Jokestrap. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 86 of Jokestrap with Wes Hoppin. I am Wes Hoppin, thanks for tuning in. Um, Today's recording date is February 15th, 2021. And uh, last episode, I had asked uh, anybody who is interested to call in to the new voicemail number that I set up for this podcast. And uh, we've got an outstanding response of zero people calling in. So I have nothing to share from the listeners. Woo! All right, listeners, thank you um, for your input. No, it's okay. It's okay. Maybe in due time, I understand. You don't feel like calling in right away. I get it. Uh, don't worry. If you do want to call in, that's fine. Um, you won't automatically be placed into a podcast episode. Uh, you can even request in the recording that you don't want to be on the podcast, that you just wanted to get a message into me. That's fine. Um, and you won't be speaking with a live person if you do call the number. Um, it is just a number. It is just voicemail only. So it is not, you don't speak in it to anybody live. So if you were thinking about it, but you're hesitant because you didn't really want to talk to anybody, you won't have to. You're just going to be leaving a message. So anyway, I'll give that number out again later in the show. Uh, but for now, uh, let's discuss briefly, I guess, the Super Bowl, which happened February 7th, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, surprisingly, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Chiefs pretty badly. And uh, the Chiefs never even scored a touchdown. Uh, I had asked people on social media for like responses and stuff so I could play those during this episode. Because I didn't really have any real reaction to the game other than the fact that I thought it was kind of boring. Um, it was kind of one-sided. Expected more of a shootout type game. But that was not the case. So anyway, um, I really don't have anything else to say about the Super Bowl. Um, congratulations, Tom Brady. You're now 7-3 and three in Super Bowls. Some consider you the greatest of all time. I'm questioning that still. Uh, Joe Montana, uh, while not having seven rings, he was 4-0 in Super Bowls, so he never lost one. So I, I give the edge still to Montana, but then again, I am a 49ers fan, so there is some bias there. But if you are one of the people that says Brady is the greatest of all time, hey, I'm not going to argue it. You got numbers to back it up. So, anyway. Alright. How's it going? Alright, so football is done. Won't be back for a while. Hopefully when NFL season's back underway again, uh, there will be fans allowed everywhere with no capacities and no masks and stuff like that. That'd be awesome. We'll love to see that. Um... 
a lot going on right now in uh, the baseball world. Uh, last episode, I discussed how MLB proposed to delay the season and uh, and they wouldn't prorate the players at all, and then they would uh, expand the playoffs and stuff like that. Um, but the Major League Player Association declined it, um, basically because they had already started prepping for the season and they didn't want to have to stop prepping to have it delayed again. And that causes injuries, as they found out last year when they stopped suddenly. So I, it was just a late proposal by Major League Baseball. That's all it was. If they had proposed it earlier, I'm sure they could have came up to some agreement and delayed the start of the season. So as it stands now, the season's going to go on as scheduled. Uh, assuming everything goes according to plan. Um, spring training starts this week. Pitchers and catchers reporting uh, Wednesday, February 17th, uh, to their respective uh, spring training sites. Uh, no bubbles. Um, as far as spring training or Major League Baseball this year goes, everyone's playing in their own stadiums. Um, it's going to be a tougher this year uh, for 162 games as opposed to 60 games. And the fact that... Uh, as far as COVID protocols go, when you're out on the road or on a road trip, uh, you got to stay in the hotel. Uh, you're not allowed to go out and do anything. You you can't go anywhere. No traveling, no no exploring, nothing whatsoever. So you go on the road, you stay in your hotel, um, and you play, and then you go back to your hotel. You you don't go anywhere. That's the protocol, and uh, so. It's going to be tough on the players, especially during long road trips. Uh, when you come home, of course, you can stay with your family. Um, I don't know for sure if the family is allowed to go on the road as well, but um, but I do know that when the players are on the road, they, you know, you can't go anywhere. You you got to stay inside. Um, so that's eighty one eighty one you know games worth of of doing that. So. Yeah, like I said, the the longer road trips are going to be a lot tougher on the players. So we'll see how that goes down. Uh, hopefully, you know, with the protocols in place, we'll see less uh, cases uh, come through of the players having COVID-19. We'll see less uh, postponements of games and cancellations and stuff like that. Um, they did announce that seven-inning doubleheaders will be back this year. Blah. And they did announce that... Um, the runner on extra, the runner on, the runner on extra, the runner on second will start again in the 10th inning, uh, blah, um, but the uh, universal DH is not coming back. So the one rule that actually meant, made sense to have and keep going forward is the one they're not keeping. Bullshit. I don't like the seven inning double headers. The seven innings is not a game. It's not. It's not a game. Uh, the managers like it because it saves the pitchers' arms. Why are we paying the pitchers twenty million a season if we're not even playing full games? Granted, granted, you know, hopefully, knock on wood, knock on my dick, that there won't be that many seven inning double headers this year. Hopefully, there's less of these, you know, postponements and stuff like that. But is 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 stupid. Is stupid. Um and then 
The extra inning rule I still don't like. Uh, granted, yeah, some of the games got a little more exciting faster. You know, at the end of the game, when you're in extra innings, you had that runner on second. I still feel you have to earn every base runner you get, and that's not earning anything. That's just saying, hey, you got a free runner. <laughs> Knock him in. And, uh, yeah, 162-game uh, season with that rule in place. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, the g- beautiful thing, though, is expanded playoffs are gone. So it's only going to be 10 teams uh, in the playoffs. So that's nice um, that uh, we don't have to do that again. Um, I think that's what makes baseball a little more special than the other sports is that it's a little tougher to make the playoffs. And, uh, you know, only the best of the best get in. So... Uh, with that being said, uh, the minor league seasons, uh, the AAA is going to start around the same time as the majors in the beginning of April, but the rest of the minor leagues don't start till about May, May 4th. Um, and then, uh, there's going to be no playoffs of any sort for minor league baseball. None. No playoffs. So, um, I mean, I understand minor leagues are just, you know, development and stuff like that. So, I guess in that sense, it makes sense. In that, in that case, it makes sense. But it's still kind of a bummer that minor leaguers aren't going to have any kind of playoffs this year. Especially if they end up allowing fans to come to minor league games, then it's like, all right, <laughs> what are we rooting for? Um, Bernie Sanders came out with a statement um, recently regarding minor league baseball, re- regarding major leagues and minor league baseball. Bernie Sanders, of course, senator uh, for for Vermont and uh, Vermont Lake Monsters were one of the minor league teams that were eliminated by major league baseball. And uh, on February 12th, Bernie Sanders released the following statement in response to Major League Baseball's decision to eliminate Vermont's minor league team, the Lake Monsters. He said, let's be clear, Major League Baseball's announcement to eliminate the Vermont Lake Monsters and 39 other minor league teams has nothing to do with what is good for baseball and has everything to do with greed. If the multi-billionaire owners of Major League Baseball have enough money to pay hundreds of millions in compensation to a single superstar baseball player, they have enough money to prevent 40 minor league teams from shutting down in Vermont and all over this country. I'm very proud to have helped bring minor league baseball to Vermont over 30 years ago, and I will do everything I can to encourage Major League Baseball to reverse this disastrous decision. If Major League Baseball does not reconsider this proposal, I think it's time for Congress to reconsider its antitrust exemption and rescind the huge tax breaks it has received to build massive baseball stadiums in some of our largest cities, end quote. Amen, Bernie. I 100% agree. (sighs) I mean, these towns that are losing their teams... We've, I've discussed this before, the impact it has economically and, you know, something to do, uh, a cheap cheap form of entertainment, and now it's gone. 
So, and it's because of the greed of Major League Baseball. Uh, so it sucks. Uh, it sucks. And, uh, yeah. One good thing that came out of the whole minor league alignment thing, um, now 120 minor league teams down 40 teams, um, is that the minor league, uh, the cities that the minor league teams are in had to agree to a 10-year pact. So that is to say teams like the Sacramento River Cats for the Giants are now guaranteed to be for the Giants for 10 years. Uh, San Jose Giants are guaranteed to be for the Giants for 10 years. The Stockton Ports are guaranteed to be for the Oakland A's for 10 years. Las Vegas Aviators are guaranteed to be with the A's for 10 years. So that's cool that they're all going to be it's all they're all going to be the affiliate for the same team for a while. We don't have to worry about them switching what team they're affiliates with for a while. So that's cool. I like that. Uh, because before it was only like two year two year agreements at a time and before you knew it your your minor league team was an affiliate of a different team and it got kind of annoying how much they kept switching some of those uh, cities so so that's cool um, in that aspect uh, but overall total uh, minor league baseball is definitely going to be different um, this year especially uh, the Pacific Coast League normally has games against the International League during the season. That's not happening this year. They want to limit travel. So Pacific Coast League is just going to be playing their own division, their own conference or whatever you want to call it uh, the whole season. So it's going to be a lot of the same teams playing each other over and over throughout the year. Um, and like I said, when it's all same, said and done, there's going to be no playoffs in minor league baseball this season uh so that's what's going on uh in terms of scheduling uh as far as major league baseball goes we've had a flurry of moves lately in terms of signings as teams are prepping for spring training to get underway uh definitely the oakland a's are finally making some moves uh to improve their roster possibly uh, i don't know or fill roster holes I should say um, one that kind of surprised me was the A's traded uh, Chris Davis their DH um, and uh, backup catcher Jonah Heim they traded him to the Texas Rangers for shortstop Elvis Andrews and uh, catcher Aramis Garcia um, and that one surprised me because I thought the A's were kind of giving up on Chris Davis a little bit. Um, and uh, I thought Elvis Andrews is way past his prime, and I didn't understand the trade. Uh, I know the A's needed a shortstop, so they want Elvis Andrews to be the replacement for Semyon, who left for the Blue Jays via free agency because the A's are too cheap to bring him back. So I get the trade in that aspect, but... I was just like, yeah, I don't know how much this trade's going to do. Um, but then I looked more into the details in the trade, and I found out that the A's also got $13.5 million from the Rangers, and then the trade didn't look as bad because then right after they got that $13.5 million from the Rangers, the A's ended up re-signing uh, Mike Fires to a one-year deal to stay with the team for $3.5 so that was good that they made that move 
but then I read that nobody else offered a contract to Mike Fires, so that was one of the reasons the A's were able to re-sign him like they did. Um, the A's also yesterday re-signed uh, Yusmero Petit for the bullpen, so that was a good move. I uh, wanted that to happen. And they also signed a free agent, uh, Sergio Romo, for the bullpen. Um, that was a little bit surprising. Um, and then there was a, a not as big of a deal, but still a deal. I think that should help the A's. Um, they made a trade with the Los Angeles Dodgers. They sent uh, infielder Sheldon Noisy and minor league right-hander Gus Varland to the Dodgers. Uh, for left-hander Adam Kalarik and minor league outfielder Cody Thomas. Um, Adam Clark should be a nice pickup for the bullpen, I think. Uh, left-hander from the Dodgers. Uh, he had had a, like a sub-1 ERA the last two years, it looks like, so hopefully he can keep that going. Uh, Sheldon Noisy never really got a shot with the A's, so hopefully... Maybe he'll get an opportunity with the Dodgers. I don't know. They're pretty stacked, so he probably won't. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the A's have been making a lot of moves. Um, baseball, in general, a lot of moves. The Kansas City Royals acquired Andrew Benatendi in a three-team deal. Uh, the Royals <laughs> get Benatendi from the Red Sox. Uh, outfielder Franchi Cardero is part of the return going to the going to Boston. And then um, the Boston organization will receive three players to be named later, two from Kansas City and one from New York. And then uh, the Mets apparently will add uh, Khalil Lee coming from Kansas City. So that's uh, the three-team deal between the Royals, Red Sox, and the Mets. So... We'll see what kind of impact Ben Attendee has in Kansas City. Um, some other deals happening. Uh, the Padres signed Mark Melanson uh, to their bullpen. Uh, so they have another arm option to come in and close games. Uh, the Cubs agreed to a deal with Jake Arrieta, so they're bringing him back. Um, the Rays agreed to a deal with Rich Hill who's 41 years old, but apparently he's still got something left to give, so they're bringing him back. The Mariners signed James Paxton, um, who originally played for the Mariners. Did he not? Yeah. So he's coming back to the Mariners after uh, two years with the Yankees, so James Paxton is back with the Mariners. So Mariners fans got to be happy about that, I think. Um, Paxton did well for them. Uh, it's a one-year deal, it looks like. Big Maple, as they call him. Um, the Red Sox signed Marwin Gonzalez. Uh, the Twins re-signed uh, Nelson Cruz. The Dodgers have re-signed Justin Turner. So, definitely a lot of moves as we're getting closer to spring training. Um, I don't know if I ever mentioned that it was official, but I'm sure everyone knows by now that the Rockies traded Nolan Arenado to St. Louis Cardinals, so that trade officially happened. Um, I know I discussed it a few weeks ago, but it was still kind of pending. Um, but yeah, so baseball's getting ready. Jake McGee signed with the San Francisco Giants. Um, that should help their bullpen. 
Um, and it sounds like their roster is pretty settled, uh, uh, the Giants, in terms of going forward. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, I'll probably be writing a blog before long in the next month or so uh, with my predictions for the 2021 season, uh, even though it'll be a little bit better than last year. It's still going to be kind of weird this year, it appears. Anyway, um, so yeah, so that's the base about uh, in the NBA, uh, the Warriors uh, is it, it's still kind of like an up and down season for them. Uh, they they look good and then they look bad and then they look good and then look bad. Uh, they have James Wiseman out right now, um, which isn't helping the team. Uh, they got their butt spanked by the Brooklyn Nets the other day on Saturday. February 13th. Uh, today, February 15th, they'll be taking on uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Hopefully they win that game. They should be able to. And then on Wednesday, uh, February 17th, the Ash Wednesday, <laughs> they take on uh, the Miami Heat. That game's going to be on ESPN. Hopefully the Warriors can win a couple in a row here. Uh, as it stands right now, they are 8th in the Western Conference uh, with a record of 14 and 13. So they keep hovering around that 500 mark. Uh, hopefully they can uh, pick it up and get a few games over 500. The Jazz are just destroying the conference with the 22 and 5 record so far. Insane. On uh, in the Eastern Conference, the 76ers are the top team at 18 and 9. So once again, it looks like the Western Conference is a stronger conference, but can't really be surprised by that. Um, in hockey, we got the San Jose Sharks, uh, sucking. They suck. <laughs> uh, in the West Division, as it's called this year, they are 5-7, and seven, uh, with one overtime loss. And, uh, they have, uh, their last place. Uh, they have 11 points. I guess they're tied point-wise with the Los Angeles Kings who they should have beat recently, but didn't. Uh, the Golden Knights are currently the leader in their division with a 10-2-1 record. Uh, the Knights are the team that just beat the Sharks on the 13th, which was the Sharks' first home game. Uh, the Sharks play again tonight at home in San Jose against the Ducks, and the Ducks are 6-6-3. Six, six, uh, so, we'll see. Uh, the Sharks, with their five wins, only one of those wins came in regulation. Four of those wins happened in overtime. So even though they won the game in overtime, they're still giving a, the other team a point. So it's very important, especially when all you're doing is playing your own division throughout the whole season, is that you win in regulation so the other team doesn't get a point even though you beat them. Uh, <laughs> that's, it's very important not to go to overtime uh, especially this year. But they keep going in overtime. Uh, at least they're winning most of these games in overtime. They're 4-1 and one in overtime, but still, it's kind of frustrating that they keep having to go into overtime to win these games. Uh, so pick it up, Sharks. Uh, there's a lot of discussion about Martin Jones, whether he needs to get let go or released or traded or dropped to the minors uh, as goalie for the Sharks. Uh I don't know if it's all on him. I think it's a little bit defense defense stuff. 
I know Eric Carlson really hasn't played up to his standards since getting traded for. There's a lot of fans saying that Eric Carlson needs to go. Um, Radim Simic was just announced as being put back on the injured reserve today after gaining hit in the last game against the Vegas Golden Knights. So that's not going to help the defense any. So we'll see what the Sharks bring out tonight uh, against the Anaheim Ducks, see if they can pull out a win, see if they can get some kind of momentum going and uh, uh, get some winning streak uh, together and uh, build some momentum in the standings. We'll see. I'm not really sure about the coach myself, Bob Brian Bugner, Bob Bugner, whatever his name, Bugner, Booger. I'm not so sure about him. Um, so I don't know. He he may be the one that actually needs to go when it all when it is all said and done. But that's just my thought right now. Um, I don't know if it's so much the team as it is the coaching. Is it a combo? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. That's why it's not my job. I just watch. And try to cheer them on. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's a sports wrap up pretty much. Uh, the Australian Open is also going on right now. It's going into the quarterfinals uh, for tennis. Um, I've watched a little bit, not a lot, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Um, I know Naomi Osaka and Serena Williams are in the quarterfinals on the women's side, Simona Halep is on the women's side. Uh, Rafael Nadal on the men's side. Um, so all the players you would expect pretty much have, have made it this far. So, but now in the quarterfinals, you know, is when it now it starts to really, really pick up. So hopefully I'll be able to watch a little bit more now um, as we get closer to those championships. Um, and that's about it. Uh, in terms of sports updates, really, um, I'm going to be a guest on another podcast soon. Uh, February 27th, I'm scheduled to record a podcast with uh, Veronica Porras. Uh, she's from the Bay, um, and uh, she has a podcast called uh, the Porras Podcast. Um, I believe that's what it's called. Because, you know, it's a play on a word of your last name. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have to be a poor ass to be on the podcast. Otherwise, I think she's putting me down and I don't even know it. But, um, but no, I'm going to be on her podcast called The Poor Ass Podcast. And we're going to discuss some things serious, I'm sure. Uh, we're going to discuss, you know, my, my life living with uh, the heart surgery I had. Uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, <laughs> sports and uh, in the pandemic and how it's going to look going forward and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, if you want to check out her website, uh, she has a website, vcomedy. Uh, it's veecomedy.com. That's her website. Um and uh, her podcast, again, is called The Poor Ass Podcast. Anyway, uh, looking forward to recording that in a couple weeks. Uh, it'll be the first time I've been on a guest on another podcast in a while. Uh, hopefully it's interesting and I don't suck as a guest. <laughs> like I do as a host. What? No, don't say that. Okay. 
All right, guys. Um, so that's gonna conclude uh today's episode. Um, so if you have any feedback uh, about the podcast, anything you would like to hear discussed on this show, please leave a voicemail at nine one six two three seven seven two three seven. Uh, if selected, unless you clarify that you don't want to be selected, uh, your voicemail could be featured on a future episode of the Jokestrap podcast. All right. Thank you all very much for uh, listening to this episode of Jokestrap. Um, and I will uh, talk to you again next time. And uh, until then, uh, be good and uh, bye.